Hey, 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 how's it going out there, my mushroom lovers? Oliver Carlin here, and I'm the Mushroom Man. Today, I want to talk to you about magic mushroom dosages, heroic dosing, and microdosing correctly. So the big question is this. With over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, how do people that want to benefit from their various medicinal properties accurately identify them in the wild, grow them at home, or make them taste delicious without having to read confusing medical reports and possibly eating a poisonous look-alike by mistake? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, and welcome to Curative Mushrooms. All right, so, you know, let's just say, you know, you're, we're walking out, and, you know, we, we're out in the forest walking through, and there's a lot of trees around us, and the grass, and everything. There's some streams running by, and we're out there enjoying nature, and sure enough, Underneath this one tree, we see this little mushroom growing. We, we take a closer look and we realize it's a magic mushroom because it's staining purplish color when we touch it, right? So we've, we've got ourselves a magic mushroom. So what should we do with it? I mean, <laughs> how do we do this? Go ahead and take a bite of that sucker or should we go home and dry it out? Um, how much should we eat? Should we eat three or four? Should we eat one of them? It could this be the same situation as if we order a grow kit online. We get it home um, or we order the spores, inject our substrate, and we get our mushrooms growing and we get a bunch of them growing. How many do we eat? Right? Or what if we get them from a friend, some dried out mushrooms? How many of those do we eat? It could always it, it so the question is like what do we do? I mean, if if we don't know, like and then what's the goal that we want to have? When we have these mushrooms, I mean, what kind of experience do we want to have? I mean, I've, I've heard horror stories of people having bad trips and doing some crazy stuff. So I don't want to do that. I mean, can you overdose on this stuff? Is it poisonous? I mean, are you actually getting intoxicated? Can it hurt you? Can it kill you? I mean, what? Um, there's a lot of unknowns out there. So... all. But at the end of the day, you know, if you've done your research and you know that there are health benefits. If you listen to some of my other podcasts, you'd know there are health benefits from magic mushrooms with curing PTSD, curing depression, anxiety, addiction, all with just a single dose. But how do we do it? What's the right dose to do that? I've heard people microdosing and you know building these new neurologic, neurologic pathways in the brain and helping them have and the coders in the Silicon Valley taking these things to get an edge on their competition by just being able to think better than their competition. How do you microdose successfully? What, what's the right dosage there? Should I stack it? Is it? Does it matter what kind of magic mushroom? I mean, how many types of magic mushrooms are there? And so, you know, it really comes down to, there's a lot of questions when it comes to dosing correctly with, with, um, with magic mushrooms because let's face it, with magic mushrooms, you know, it's not like we're getting a freaking supplement bottle <laughs> from GNC. You know what I'm saying? These are it's it's not that simple because they're illegal. And so people can't just package them in a in a container and say, "Here you go. Follow the directions on the side." It's like, "Okay, so I Google it, right? And I start looking online, 
and I see there's a bunch of different ways to freaking dose. And so which one is right? Who do I trust? It has the right dosage amount, right? And so, so anyway, there's a lot of questions out there. And so I, I, I was thinking about this, you know, and if you know me, I'm really passionate about magic mushrooms. Um, I've seen what it's done for other people. And so I've done a lot of research on it and because I wanted to know about the health benefits. But now we have to figure out, okay, so what, what, once we get our hands on these hard to get things, what do we do with them, okay? So that's what I needed to figure out. That's what we had to go research and that's what we did, right? And like I said, during the research, I seen that there was tons of different people saying different things and every mushroom and come to find out that there's over 180 different species of magic mushrooms and some of them are 12 times more potent than others. So, wow, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's a big difference. There's a lot of different kinds. What do you do, right? And so, turns out there's also like different formulas to calculate it on your body weight. And then what if, it, what if you're eating it raw or what if you're eating it dry? Because a lot of the times you'll see these, when I was looking, right, you'll see people saying take one gram. But they're not telling you if it's one gram of dry or one gram of wet mushroom. Because if you eat a fresh mushroom, that's 30 grams, okay? But compared to that, if you dried it out, it'd be one, it'd be, or excuse me, it'd be like 10 grams to one gram. Um, it's like a tenth of a difference, right? So a 10 gram wet mushroom is equivalent to one gram dry mushroom. So it's a big difference, right? So doing the research, trying to figure out, okay, let's figure this out, right? So who do we trust when we're doing, when we're taking recommendations on dosage? And for me, you know how I feel about Paul Stamets and the guy's 64 years old. He had his first psilocybin experience when he was like 14 years old. So he's been, and he's been dosing multiple times a year his whole life. So you're looking at this guy, he's got over 50 years experience with psilocybin mushrooms. So if I'm gonna take anyone's advice, and he's a published author, he's got all kinds of um, patents on magic mushrooms and other types of mushrooms. So let's just say we're gonna trust what he says over somebody else, okay? And then he also quotes the, Terren, um, the late Terrence McKenna in a lot of his stuff. And Terrence McKenna was um, well known for his experience and knowledge on magic mushrooms as well. So that's, that's who I decided to really focus on when I looked at my different dosages recommendations. So, um, so I went ahead and um, so what I found, so let, let's take a look at what we got here, right? So if we're looking at a mushroom and we're looking at psilocybin mushrooms, okay? And if we're looking at those, there's three different active ingredients within the psilocybin mushroom that's going to give you the hallucinogenic psychedelic experience, okay? That's the whole point we're taking them most of the time, right? So those three different things are psilocybin, psilocin, and baocystin. Those are the three different things. It's important that you understand that, and I'll get into why in a second, but the psilocybin, right, it gets converted into psilocin once you eat it, okay? Psilocin is what causes the psychedelic effect, all right? So both of those matter, and then baocystin is very similar. 
It's a psilocybin derivative and it serves the, serves the same purpose as psilocin in the body. So those are the three things. The reason you need to know that is because every mushroom has these three things. It has a different percentage of these three things. So you have to add those up to get the total potency of that mushroom. Okay. Now I've got another article you might want to check. Or I'm, I got an article on it, but I'm also going to be creating a podcast on it um, pretty soon. So stay tuned for that. But I'm going to talk about all the different types of, um, well, at least the top 10 types of psilocybin mushrooms and what their different potencies are. Okay. But for now, let's just go with that. And so if we look at the body weight formula, it's one way to determine what dose you should take. Okay. And a body weight would be a thousand, um, would be based on your body weight, okay? So just know that a thousand milligrams equals one gram. And I'm not gonna get too overly complicated here, but an average dose would be 0.25 milligrams per kilogram of uh, body weight. Now, when I say 0.25 milligrams, basically what, that, what I mean is if you add up the different percentages of psilocybin, psilocin, and baocystin within um, that mushroom, and it's based on one gram of, of dried mushroom, you multiply it, it'll give you the milligrams um, of that mushroom. I know it sounds complicated. Bear with me, I'm gonna simplify it, okay? <laughs> um, I just want you to understand how it's all calculated first. The, so an average dose, 0.25 milligrams per kilogram of body weight. High dose is 0.5 milligrams per kilogram of body weight. An extreme dose is one milligram per kilogram of body weight. So for average people, okay, I'm not gonna go through any more formulas with you, but for average people, the average dose is 20 milligrams potency. A high dose is 40 milligrams potency, and an extremely high dose is 80 milligrams potency. Okay, so I'm about 170 pounds, so for me, um, for me to get what's considered an extremely high dose, I would have to take about six dried grams of cubensis to get the extremely high dose. So if we look at cubensis, cubensis, psilocybin, 0.63%, psilocin, 0.6%, baocystin, 0.025%, total potency, 1.26% potency. So what this means is that one dried gram of psilocybin cubensis equals, drum roll, no, 12.6 milligrams of potency. So you times 1.26 times 1,000 milligrams, which is one gram, equals 12.6 milligrams. Now, the reason I want you to know this, so psilocybin cubensis is 1.26% potency, and then psilocybin Azarescens, the most potent psilocybin mushroom there is, is double in potency. It's 2.51% potency. So what that means is if you're taking an azarescens, and that's what you're found in the wild, and you're dosing with that, it would literally be half of what you would take with the most popular mushroom that you can order online, the cabensis. That's why I, I wanted to stress the knowledge of the potency because it makes a big difference. If you're taking the wrong mushroom, it can affect if you're taking twice as much. So if I'm taking six grams, dried grams of azarescens, but I just thought I should take six grams because everyone said take six grams is a heroic dose, I'm taking actually 12 grams, double, which would ha could send me spiraling, man. 
You know what I mean? I could freaking lose, you know, lose. I would think I was having a horrible trip or something. Anyway, we'll get into some extreme doses in a second, but I got a good story for you. But um, anyway, so dosage. Um, there's three different types of main type of dosage that you can do. You've got the microdose, the liftoff dose, and the hero's journey. This is based on Paul Stamets' recommendations. So a microdose, which is actually very popular in Silicon Valley with the um, coders and stuff, they use it because it actually creates neuro neurologic pathways in the brain and allows you to actually expand your consciousness and think at a different level than other people. Um, if you listen to Joe Rogan talk about it, he has a friend that's a kickboxer professional champion kickboxer and he microdoses daily and it says it makes him feel like he's in the matrix and he can see what his opponent is doing before they actually do it so microdosing is a very popular thing the cool thing about microdosing is it's one tenth of a gram which is 0.26 milligrams potency it's almost nothing but it still creates those neurologic pathways and it has no hallucinogenic psychedelic effects so you don't really feel like you're taking anything. It's almost like a supplement. And with this, you normally do four days on, three days off, or five days on, two days off. That's um, just the cycle. Give yourself a break to let your body reset to help it be, continue to be effective. Now the liftoff is when you get up to a gram. So you start to get to a gram of potency, which is 12.6 milligrams, and that's called liftoff. That means you're starting to see some psychedelic effects. Now the hero's journey, and I'm going to take you into um, some of the effects in a second, but the hero's journey is five grams to seven grams, and that's 63 milligrams of potency. Now, the hero's journey, actually, let me, let me uh, break them down a little more, right? So that's, that's basically the main breakdown, right? So let's go back to microdosing now. So Paul Stemitz believes, and he's kind of um, the... Um, a pioneer, if you will, in this, in this field, right? And so what he believes is with microdosing, um, he believes in the stoned ape theory. So the stoned ape theory is basically over 200,000 years, our ancestors were um, Neanderthals, apes, right? And so the, their size of their brain doubled over 200,000 years, and he believes that that happened because they were eating psilocybin mushrooms, you see? Because when they hunted their prey, like the cattle and the different types of bison or whatever that were alive at that time, you see psilocybin cubensis, psilocybin cubensis grows out of cow dung, right? It grows out of poop. And so when they're chasing their prey and they're seeing the poop and they're seeing these mushrooms growing in their poop, they're out there, they're hungry, it's an edible mushroom, they eat it and they get this experience and they continue to eat it over hundreds of thousands of years and he believes that now take he, he explains that this is definitely a hypothesis it can't be a theory you can't prove it but he, tr he believes it's definitely we could at least agree that it's a possibility okay and he believes that if everyone was to microdose with um, psilocybin mushrooms that it would literally lead to the next quantum leap in human consciousness so that's coming from Paul Stemmons now let me talk about Paul Stemmons let me tell you a story about Paul Stemmets, okay? To give you a little more background on him and understand why he's so passionate, okay, about magic mushrooms. So when he was about 14 years old, and he tells the story better. If, if you want to go to my, um, 
my I have a, on my website I have an article on this and I put the video of him talking telling his story but he says it obviously better than me but basically when he was about 14 he had a severe stuttering habit okay he um you know and it was so bad he was seeing speech therapists for years and years and years and it was so bad that he wouldn't even be able to look people in the eye he had to look down at the ground he could only look animals in the eye. Everyone else he had to look at the ground and so he could try to get the sentences out of his mouth. And it was just, it was ridiculous how bad it was for him, right? It was like the worst case. And one day he got his hands on some psilocybin mushrooms. And so he knew a little bit, I guess, about it. And he went out in the woods and he was going to experience it in the woods and he ate it. Now he didn't know that much back then, right? This was what, freaking 50 years ago. So he, he didn't know what he sh how much he should take. So he, he ended up taking around 25 grams of psilocybin mushrooms, right? This re huge, huge amount. That's like freaking five times more than what we recommend on this podcast. But he, um, he took about 25 grams and he went into his experience and he talks about what he had seen and there was a big storm coming. He climbed to the top of this oak tree and he sees thunder um, blasting in the air, winds coming, and he realizes, why am I at the top of this tree? You know, this ain't the best place to be. And he's hugging the tree for dear life. And he remembers thinking to himself at that time, he was thinking, wait a minute, I'm on, I don't want to waste this experience. I need to try to get something out of this experience. So what do I want to get out of it? And so he starts saying to himself over and over and over again, stop stuttering now. Stop stuttering now. Stop stuttering now. Stop. He did this, went on for hours. And finally he came down, the storm passed, and he went home, slept it off. The next day he woke up, and basically he no longer stuttered anymore. He ended up passing um, a girl that he'd been really attracted to on the street, and he walked up, walked past her, and he, this time he was going to talk to her. He looked her right in the eye. And just had a regular conversation with her without stuttering for the first time in his life. So that's, that is the main reason why Paul Stamets is so passionate. It, this was a major experience at a young age for him with mushrooms and showed him the power of these things firsthand. Anyway, I wanted to share that with you because it's really um, um, it's an awesome story. Really. <laughs> but um, okay. So now we talked about microdosing. Now, Paul Stemmitz recommends this, and this is a recent recommendation just within the last couple of years. So he recommends stacking it with lion's mane and niacin. And you see lion's mane, he, he goes in, I have videos on him talking about this on my site as well, but with the lion's mane, it's a neurologic, um, it's a neuro, neurogenerating mushroom. It's a smart mushroom. It really helps boost brain function. I've got articles about lion's mane on my, I've actually got podcasts as well on lion's mane, but it's got all these um, benefits for the brain and the consciousness and everything like that. And lion's mane can actually pass the blood brain barrier. Niacin can get past the blood brain barrier. And niacin can also reach, has the ability to pass, um, to reach nerve endings in your fingertips and stuff that psilocybin won't be able to reach on its own. So when you stack it with lion's mane and niacin, he believes that it can, you know, make the benefits of this of psilocybin even more beneficial than it already is by itself. 
So psilocybin, he recommends one to 10 milligrams, which is a microdose. And you would stack it with five to 200 milligrams of irinaceans, harrisonins, and that's an active ingredient within the lion's mane. So one gram of lion's mane mushroom contains 1% equivalent of those active ingredients. So it would be 10 milligrams per one gram dried. So that would mean basically you would need five to 20 milligram or five to 20 grams of lion's mane dried mushroom. And then niacin would be 100 to 200 milligrams of niacin. You take all that together and bam, bingo. You have his stack that he recommends. And that's microdosing in a nutshell, buddy. So um, if we move on now. So we started at the lowest dose, which is microdosing. Now let's move into liftoff. Liftoff is where you slowly start to experience some stuff, right? So we recommend you start at one gram until you start to de develop your own personal tolerance level, right? As you increase to two grams, you'll start to see visual geometric patterns and noticeable changes in hearing perceptions. So one thing to know is you will start to hear things. Things will become more, your ears like, um, that your senses just become more aware and better. Even people that have hearing problems can all of a sudden hear small little things like ants walking. And so it's incredible. And then three grams, visual waves. Um, you'll start to see visual waves which make you aware of like your liquid state of being. Uh, you'll start to notice how your everything in the world's connected, and it's and you start to see things basically that we can't describe with words because there's no way to describe it. It's just something you have to see visually for yourself to understand what it what it means. And then by four grams, your experience will really start to get intense and last anywhere from four to five hours. Okay, and so that would be your liftoff doses, and then. Just keep in mind that, um, you know, when you're going through these experiences, um, you're going to reach this point where you're going to hit heroic dose, which is five grams or more. And at this point, a heroic dose would be five to seven grams. We don't recommend ever going over seven grams, even though I just told a story where he did. But it's not recommended unless you're – if you do do that, though, you need to be in a real safe place and have someone around that's not using to just monitor and make sure everything's safe at all times. Okay, and this will last around six hours, but typically won't go longer than that. Now, a heroic dose defined by the late Terrence McKenna is a life-altering dose. This is when Paul Stemmets, you know, cured his stuttering problem. But this is also where so many people, if you've listened to my other podcast on the benefits, have, you know, cured their PTSD, cured their addiction, cured uh, depression, cured anxiety, and this is just, you begin to go outside of yourself. You get to see the world in a whole new light. You, begin, you gain a new love for yourself and everyone around you. you. You gain a new sense of spiritual connection with everything around you in the world. And it allows you to take a look at your own self and examine your own life. And so that's kind of what happens at the heroic dose level. It's basically, it's going to change your life. You're going to see things. You'll never see the world the same way again. Now, it's also recommended if you're very new at this you might want to start with half a dose and then after an hour and 30 minutes then you can up the amount okay now setting setting is very very important okay i've seen recommendations where people they go home in a quiet room lock the door make the dim the lights or put a cover over their eyes put some mellow music on and they and they take their dose i agree with paul stamets 
Paul Stemmets, he agrees that you should go out in nature because look, psilocybin mushrooms come from nature. They're meant to be eaten out in nature. That's where they grow. They grow from the earth. The mycelium, the roots of the mushroom are all throughout the forest floor. And so I, f I feel too that you should be out there and experience, have your experience around the mushrooms, around the mycelium. And you'll, I just believe you'd gain much more from um, the experience that way. Now, Paul Stemmets agrees. He uses once or twice a year with his um, heroic dose. And he recommends, um, well, what, he doesn't recommend, but what he does is he goes out 30 minutes before sunset on a high point on a bluff overlooking the ocean. And that's where he likes to experience his, um, his uh, psilocybin mushrooms. And that's pretty much it, baby. We just made it through all the dosage. We went through freaking microdosing. We went through liftoff. We went through heroic life-altering doses. We explained the formula, the different potency levels of all the different types of Well, we explained at least the psilocybin cubensis and told you how to calculate if you find another mushroom. And go check out my other site. Um, well, stay tuned for future podcasts where I'm going to talk about a bunch of other types of mushrooms so you can learn about the different potencies there as well but other than that now that you have this knowledge you you'll be able to go out when you when you get to have your first experience or if you've had more you can use these um, suggestions to maybe get a better experience but go out have your mushrooms in a safe set and make sure the settings right and you'll be able to um, finally you know achieve some of the amazing health benefits that these mushrooms have to offer and you can use use them confidently and most importantly be able to make your life change for the better other than that um if you'd like to learn more about dosing with magic mushrooms like i said go check out another article i've written at curativemushrooms.com i go into more detail and you can see the formulas written down and everything else like that there. Other than that, um, stay tuned for future podcasts. Thanks for listening. And if you'd like to share it, let someone else that you think would um, benefit from this knowledge, go ahead and share it with them. And other than that, I'll be talking to you again later. All right. Bye-bye. Curative Mushrooms has to post the standard FDA disclaimer. The statements made regarding medicinal mushrooms have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of these products has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. Creative Mushrooms is not making claims intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here is not meant as a substitute for or alternative to information from healthcare practitioners. Please consult your healthcare professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before consuming medicinal mushrooms. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act requires this notice. Thank you.